Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. 121. 121. Oh, I didn't I was like, it's 121 in the afternoon. 121.23. I mean, it, January is going by, but why is this still the slowest month? Because we yeah. deal with everything in the holidays. But And all the celebrity news. Oh, a lot is going on this week for us, and we'll see what we've noted. We already we had to stop talking about things before we hot, popped on the cast because, wow, what was that sentence? <laughs> before we hopped on the pod, hopped on the pod. Was it? What's the book? A pop? A dad on pop? What is the Dr. Seuss book of like jumping on your dad? Hop, hop on, on pop. pop. There we go. Okay, I had to so, think that for that one for a second. Yeah, so we had to hop on the pod. Because I think he's canceled these days, but we'll give him a shout out. <laughs> Isn't he dead? Like you can't. Yeah, well, you can't really cancel people that are dead. I, I was about to say that, but then I was like, no, we definitely have been doing that for the last ten years. Well, you don't want to like. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to recreate their rhetoric, i.e., Hitler. But like, we yeah. also. We also need people need to contextualize our history and our society because. Our pop culture is dictated by our social norms. Right. And those evolve with society. So things need to be put in context. Exactly. That's why, I mean, we are products of the problematic 90s, which is why we're just like, deal with it, kid. Because that's we're trying what to shed us. our patriarchy tones that we've been fed. <laughs> I mean, talk about the propaganda that we were fed our entire lives so okay but that's yeah. not what our podcast is about at all <laughs> that's our thesis if you want to uh take our grad class <laughs> yeah but the podcast is all surface actually it's not no we're dissecting and we're understanding no it's 90 percent surface but then we throw in a little you know education yeah lots of we're just here we're providing a service to the public a okay? free service by the way so, 13 listeners, tell your friends. <laughs> Out of the goodness of our heart, we're, we're, you know, telling everyone our knowledge so that they can spread it through the world. And come appropriate. Like, come with facts to your conversation, you know? And, yeah, exactly. And we're journalists. We're journalists and subject matter, subject matter experts. Sneeze, yeah. as they say in corporate slang. Yeah. And I took classes at Newhouse before I dropped out. And Michelle... <laughs> graduated from Newhouse. So we what, have legit- what? although I didn't take any media classes, which I'm pissed because they were always so like, you know, Newhouse already, for those that don't know, Newhouse was at Syracuse. That's where Casey and I met. People um know. our listeners but, know. Yeah. But Newhouse was already so like, oh, you're not in Newhouse, so you can't really take a class here. But even more so if you weren't that major, it was almost impossible to get into some of those classes and like the media like the primetime television was like a show was a class I wanted to take where they analyze all like the primetime tv and the scheduling of it and never got to take it and then sometimes you could find good stuff in the English department like we did we didn't take I think you wanted to sign up for this class but then you didn't for some reason but it was like 101 intro to comedy writing in English and we studied Neil Simon plays and things like that Remember we had that we had the same professor but for different classes in that English class that was that really really tall man who definitely like it was like a play class like you read plays I know you have such a much better memory than I do okay yeah I'll just remember I got an A in my first uh, paper and in the back of my mind I had remembered about my teacher in high school that told me I wrote like a child. So when I got the A, I was like, oh, my God, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> no, no, I know. I know. We got to leave that baggage at the door. because I know. It was just like, idiot. where are you, Dr. Beller? Because I want to send this paper oh, to you. <laughs> not a medical doctor, Dr. Bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, cool. I digress. Should we go yeah. to the stories of this week? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming we want to kind of carry over from the conversation we started where we finally got a um, – 
information from the New Mexican DA on the Rust shooting, Alec Baldwin, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, is it not, is it not, I mean, do you use allegedly when charges are, yeah, you use allegedly until yeah. charges well, are. he will be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Slaughter. Um, by. And slaughter. <laughs> manslaughter. I'm from uh, PA today. Yeah. It's it, just a, for your correction, it was New Mexico, not Mexico. Oh, I thought I said New Mexico. I definitely yeah. knew it was in America. It was like yeah. Albuquerque, right? Santa, near Santa Fe, yeah. Oh, okay um yeah so he is and and then the da says up to possibly five years but when i looked and googled manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter in new mexico it was 18 months so i don't know if there's yeah. like other pending charges too because of because he was a producer on set that's why and he pulled the trigger literally I, that's why you know he's well, being you, held accountable did you see also the armoire person armor um is also armor, being yeah. charged yeah i also yeah. i armor yeah armor who like yeah. we learned year months ago like wasn't even really like it was like her first job and she's yeah and she 24. wasn't even like comfortable for that job or something something shady and they don't and it's they don't understand she how wasn't ammunition got into it yeah she wasn't exactly. qualified for she wasn't that. qualified it wasn't part of the union yeah, yeah both of them face up to 18 months and a five thousand dollar fine which doesn't seem like a lot, but not at all. But it was obviously a horrible accident. So there's only, you know, like, and it's it an accident, except we still don't too. under, like, it wasn't an accident. Ever know it, like, to your point, why was there actual, you know, a bullet in that? Well, case? there was no motive to murder her. No, so I know. It's not like we're investigating it to actually then discover that it was planned. Right. It was just a tragic accident mm-hmm. that could have been prevented. Yeah. Yeah. But that but then even I think what's even he, he's not gonna see any time. There's no way they're gonna if anything, the armor is probably know, gonna get which is because she which can't is, afford a lawyer. That's my fear, is like it's gonna his um unless she has family money, yeah. No, it's terrible. I don't know if you saw that the assistant director entered a guilty plea to a misdemeanor of negligence of a deadly weapon. He's going to spend six months serving probation. Yeah, I was about to say, because it just makes a lot more sense to plead out if... Yeah. Also, how could your conscience be just like... Yeah. No, I mean, it happened. Whether it was meant to happen is a different story, but to your point, yeah. Yeah, and then Baldwin happened. was saying, if I meant, if if I if I felt like I had, if I deserved to be, like, feeling guilty about this, I would have killed myself. I mean, this, these people are unwell. But we've also been seeing Alec Baldwin, like, you know, go on his own witch hunt against everyone else. On yeah, because he's just a full-blown narcissist. Yeah, so it's like, I almost hope that they use that evidence. I mean, if he doesn't play, if they use that evidence to help. I mean, it didn't seem I to I don't think it- his narcissism will allow him to play. Yeah, that's true. But you know how it was like, you know, Jen Shaw was bragging about how she was innocent and still living this lavish lifestyle it's very similar to alec baldwin where he's like i'm not you know guilty of anything this didn't this happened to me i didn't do it like you know all personality that disorder yeah. personality disorder personality disorder but how much like you would like to hope that you could take those behaviors in the court but I don't, I don't know what is the legal ramifications of taking those behaviors because they don't have anything to do with the crime. With Jen's, it right. does it's have to like do It's just like not it. a good look when you're, yeah. you know, as lawyers tell you, like, stay under the radar. Don't make yourself a, you know, a target in the media. And the court is the court of public appeals. Opinion. Yeah. Opinion. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and, and they, they're going to use the kids, you know, he, I'm going to, he's going to be like, I have eight children under the age of four. So I need to be home with them or, you know, cause I don't have four nannies available to them. And, uh, or maybe all of the, what is it? Mil- did, was he trying to get her a million followers for those yes, that don't know? He did. Yeah. So the great husband that Alan Baldwin is oh, was basically on Instagram Ill. asking his fans to help him bring Alaria's 
birthday wish come true, which was getting a million followers. On Instagram, because she had like 900,000. And now she has them. So all's right in the world, even though and he murdered took, someone. Okay, first of all, they bought the bots. Like, yeah, it's insane I mean, because it, he then posted, he did made, he made like two separate videos to like ask the public to, and then they were, people were like, what the fuck are you doing? You're being charged, like you hasn't been charged yet at this point, but right, people were like, you like, fucking murdered someone. You murdered someone, go away. Yeah, and he was like, I know this isn't like the biggest deal, but it just really <laughs> would mean a lot to me <laughs> to gift my wife this. There, how dare you, sir? How dare you? And so then she comes out all calculated. This woman is insane. She comes out totally calculated yesterday after the it's announced the paps are waiting outside their apartment and or she called or she called them in advance (laughs) yeah true very true there's hundreds of them well they love to shoot him because it's such a money because if he'll finally lose his mind and then they can sue him and it's great um and like oh also subtext you know that's not a subtext but like asterisk like can the his previous record like is this going to then be like hey five strikes you're out like We've pressed yeah, charges, like, but is that per state though? Because he has those... a history of, you know, assault and yeah, and it's yeah. And how does that happen between states? Can you like, yeah. you know, does that information come up and you're like, you have five criminal charges like, against you? And... I feel like it has to, right? I mean, but it's, it's your. Is that what the permanent record is that we thought was? <laughs> when I got red enough for drinking in college, and I thought my permanent record was spoiled forever. Yeah, and I almost got kicked out, and you keep bringing it up as if you had a harder. Well, no, I because I, I always bring it up because they bring up. They were like, "Oh, it's going to be on your permanent record." I'm like, "What does that mean?" Like, but even before that incident, from growing up in your household, and from you and I, and all the cartoons that we saw, there was an idea that there was a permanent record starting from elementary slate. school. <laughs> basically like the 10 commandments but it had all the info about you (laughs) yeah but like that doesn't exist only the fbi has it just from listening to us uh and you're welcome whoever's listening to this at the fbi (laughs) i hope this is entertaining for you Um, Uh, oh but alaria comes out the first time she comes out she's not wearing this sweatshirt and she and she looks like she's been crying it almost looks like she put on like red makeup to make it look like she's been crying and then she comes out later in the afternoon and she's wearing an a shirt that just says empathy on it and you're like for whom for the nine-year-old son of this woman and and the ex or the uh, and husband. the husband which i was gonna say do you want to bring up that piece of story oh, we don't really un- so, we don't really understand it i mean right? i guess he at the end of the day he got the best like bargain he could for himself and the son but he sold his soul because what ended up happening was he settled with Alec in a civil lawsuit in a wrongful death case. And the settlement is an unknown amount on top of the husband then being able to get a producer's credit on the film that they're somehow still planning to release. Yeah, that part is disgusting. And then the husband came out today, being, or not today, but during the week being like, we're happy that like justice is being served. And it's like, but you made you dance with the devil alec baldwin's the devil in this scenario yeah it is it could not be more just like fuck hollywood like oh it is it just makes me ill it's very disturbing and i bet alaria is gonna get pregnant like before he goes to he's not gonna go to prison but i bet she's gonna like they're like let's get pregnant while i'm on trial so that like well you know irene's pregnant his daughter that he called a pig yeah, <laughs> fifteen years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's who he will always be in my eyes. Oh I mean, we, I want to talk heard to those Kim voicemails. Yeah, exactly. We heard I those... want the real story from Kim. Well, I don't know if we're gonna get the real story. No, and I guess it's good for her at this point where she was like, I, "Oh, I mean, I'm thinking more like she was probably so drugged up during that time she probably doesn't even know half of it." Oh, I wouldn't say that. I, has she, you know, struggled with that stuff? Because the, the I thought she Alar- was. I mean, no, I, no, the baby, no, he painted her as a crazy person. He gaslit her entire life and career. That I remember, but I yeah. thought she also like had a drug problem. But no, okay. she was a new mom and was taking care of a baby, and like then the marriage, you know, started. She took the back. She took her career off of the table so that he could have his, and then. 
but but then I'm wondering if maybe other stuff stemmed from then the divorce but she didn't have that reputation at all like during her career it was just then painted her as a crazy person like post-divorce which is Mm, no she had a drug dependence I'm googling her right now yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, what's the time frame? And is it post? It's like dealing with him and all this stuff. Yeah, that yeah. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. definitely had um, we'll circle back. Serious issues. Anyway, um, what else Financial do you want to talk about? Um, yeah, let's go to. Oh, I don't know if you saw. Well, he's not. You're like you are really. Um, super into him as much as I am. But Sean Mendez might be dating his chiropractor. He's oh 51. no, I do love me some Sean Mendez. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I wasn't sure if you got tired of him throughout. No, like, he took a leave and... of absence when I did. So we're forever <laughs> friends. And he's Jewish? <laughs> no. Okay. He was wearing he just, a star. He just, okay. <laughs> he just looked it. Uh, oh, he was wearing fine. a star David? No, I don't know where I got oh, okay. Judaism from because I thought he was okay. on our like pro list for Judy, like being like, yeah. yes, we'll. No, I mean Sean he's so cool. You can okay, be cool, cool without being a Jewish person. <laughs> can you? Uh, <laughs> and can you work in Hollywood? Mm, um, that's and, a different story. Yeah, but he, uh, she's like twice his age, and I am. She's fifty-one. I mean, she obviously wow you know, doesn't her. have the body or the face of a fifty-one-year-old, but she's clearly gotten work done. But yeah, good for her is right. So I am into this. He shaved his head. He she's been seen like coming over to his house and stuff. And it's just it's a big giving him chiropractor, uh, whatever it's called. Adju- readjustments. Adjustments. That's what yeah. the kids call it these days. Ugh, I really want to go to a chiropractor. I don't know why. Nothing's stopping me. I just gotta call them. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's illegal. <laughs> There's one like down the street. Yeah. Oh my god, but I want it so bad um yeah so that i thought was really cool um i was excited for both of them <laughs> well i think another story we wanted to talk about i know you've been non-stop listening to it but the flowers song oh. miley and all the drama behind it and the you know potential rumors that it's been spreading for those that don't know first thing that was interesting when miley was doing her um New Year's special. New Year's special. They kept promoting that she was going to be dropping a song on January 13th. 11th. Oh, 11th. Yeah. And immediately everyone on the internet was like, that's Liam Helmsworth's birthday. Um, and initially I said that to Casey. She was like, I think that's just a coincidence. And I was like, I don't know if it is. Cause every- I was hoping because I was like, their divorce is so long, long ago. ago. Right. Like, it is Miley weird that this is so coming dope up. that like, it I is like, weird. She's, she's done other albums since they got divorced. So it is weird that like this is coming up now. But then the other thing, once this song came oh, out. Oh, you're right. Sorry. It was January 13th. You're right. Okay. Um, Cause that is his birthday. I think I just was like, oh, Friday the 13th. And that was why I remembered it. Um, oh, good but, call. Because I thought music could only be released on like Tuesdays. But yeah, maybe it's well, albums. Back in the day when like it was a certain, the business went a certain way. It was Tuesdays. Oh, okay. And I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right, so good. you're just thinking like old school. But now like people post stuff on Spotify every day like we do with our podcast. Um, but yeah, so then the song came out. It's called Flowers. And it is it's a banger. It's a, yeah, it's a great jam. I mean, Diane Keaton has an amazing video of her dancing to it. <laughs> we need to talk about the setting of that video, though. I so, love like, me some do Diane you have Keaton. Tall grass, like in your like. Do you have a Buddhist sanctuary in the? I need. I have more. She probably like, lives on a farm, and that's an area that just like hasn't been cut yet. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, this does not look safe for your ankles. Like it looks like a marsh. <laughs> My ankles would probably give out. So, yeah. um, a lot of questions. Okay, yeah, yeah. But basically, it is it. It I don't know if it's technically featuring the Bruno Mars song or it's just taking the line from the Bruno Mars song. But basically, the song that she's using from Bruno Mars is actually the song that they that um, Miley and Liam danced to at their wedding. Oh, okay. Um. 
what what's being taken it's the bruno from, mars it's a, song it's like line. i'm gonna buy flowers whatever song that's oh about. and like and hold your hand yeah yeah and and i'm gonna talk so to that's you why hours. this song yeah. she's like oh i can buy my own flowers versus like having you in my life because then the other thing is like apparently he cheated on her with maybe 14 women yeah I'm more than 10 women of- off of stylecaster.com is like, did Liam Hemsworth really cheat on Miley with 14 women? Well, it's all over the Instagram. Flowers explained. Yeah. And apparently, and then she, she supposedly shot the video at the house that he was bringing women to. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, good so, for you, girl. Anyway, I mean, the song is a banger, and we do love us some Miley. I actually always thought Liam was a nice boy, so this makes me a little sad. I, if anything, I I just thought that, like, she outgrew him because he was, like, such a... No, this makes so much sense to me because he's the youngest, and he has such a fucking chip on his shoulder when it comes to I what he is and his family. <laughs> well, no, because I've always been Chris. I've never been, like, anti-Liam. No, like- no, 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 in terms of, like... A week ago, you're like, "Oh, this has nothing to do with their." Relationship. I was really, I was like, it was two years. Miley's such like she's such on a pedestal for me, yeah. and she's like, I'm bulldozing forward, literally wrecking ball through my life, and I'm like, go, 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 fuck this guy. There's no way that she's looking. She's been in back. many relationships since, yeah, yeah. But obviously, it it's clearly absolutely devastating. I mean, that's not the life that I mean, you wanted. And they're, con- if, they're- the, if your husband cheated on you with 14 women, yeah, that is devastating. We don't know if that's definite, but yeah, but what, well, I mean, it feels where, right. Where there's smoke, there's fire. It feels right. Because I, and, and, and there, and I do love a reuniting story. Right. And I do love, and it was like, this is the, end. you know, if you can't make, if we've already gotten back together and then we try the marriage and the marriage doesn't work, then this isn't happening. Right. But I, I loved that they got back together because they stayed in touch. They had such a bond over like their animals that they were raising and then their Malibu house. And that's a line in the thing like that. We watched it all burn down. It was because they lost their home. The reason why they, one of the reasons why they got back together, I believe is because she might've been away when the Malibu fires were happening and he like came to the house and like and got, got the, all animals the animals out. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, and they had already broken. I like when people can break up and then like still kind of remain friendship. So maybe he didn't cheat on her then, or she didn't know that he cheated on her then. And then they get back together and it seems like he can, he did not act accordingly. Mm. But for, but that for me, it makes sense with, like a psychological profile breakdown of the Hemsworth brothers because he so lives in Chris's shadow. I mean, and, how could you not? Even though I like Liam more, but like, he does it to himself. You know, you're not yeah. going to be able to get to. I think maybe the biggest thing is that Liam was getting finalized in the conversation for Thor back in the day, mm. and then they called Chris back in. That I mean, I don't know. That that's an interesting therapy. I would like to sit on with that family yeah i mean has liam been been in anything recently yeah it's just like not really stuff that we watch he's clearly Mm. he's still in demand um here i'll just like you know imdb him but um but this is definitely going to you know hurt his reputation he's also kind of fucked back off to australia the whole family yeah i mean why why wouldn't you (laughs) yeah and chris is like I mean, remember when he got maybe po- like the idea that he got diet, he has a pre-genetic disposition to an early yeah. on stage, like Alzheimer's, but the, fa- the fact that they have the caveat to that too is also like, it can be curbed. Ooh, okay. You have everything all right? Yeah. <laughs> it can be curbed with diet and exercise. It was like, then this guy's not going to get it because he's in the best in shape out of anyone. Of anyone who's ever existed next to his wife, the trainer. <laughs> The, the trainer is like, your wife can kick your ass, by the way. Like, and they all know that his wife is in much better shape than him, which is an That's even insane. insane statement. Damn. She's so hot. I'm so obsessed with both of them. Like, give us the sex tape. <laughs> but yeah, he's been in. Yeah, he's going into the kind of. Yeah, his career. Indie? Oh, he's also. He just got announced as the new Witcher. So he's taking over. I did not like this show, but it clearly, you know, it's big, it's big, it's big. But he got replaced by uh, Henry Cavill, got like fired or something. And it was a big controversy. And then everybody signed an online yeah, petition to like, get, get Liam fired. Or something, I think, on set. He seems like a real fucking piece of work, Henry. Yeah, I'm not interested. 
No. Oh, isn't it romantic? Oh, that was in 2019. But then the pandemic happened. So yeah, so he's doing that and he's been in other stuff. And But a lot of, oh, he's doing James and the Giant Peach with Taika Waititi and friends. Like he's doing some local stuff Mm -hmm. in Australia and things like that. But he's definitely kind of going more towards the action, like straight to video route. Like kind of like we're working with the Ray Liotas. RIP, much respect. Yeah. The end of Ray Liotas career kind of you know, straight to video type vibe. Except for Blackbird. That was great. Um, what else did you have? Uh, this was interesting. We had a couple of different um, kickups from, oh, actually, honorable mention, Jane Fonda's Cancer is in remission. Oh, good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. I mean, she's 85. I really was, it was really scared. That, yeah. Like, you know, it was like, how do you beat cancer at this age? But yeah, it's in remission, and then she has a terrible fucking Tom Brady movie coming out, but good for that demographic. I mean, it's unfortunate because I like all those women in it, but, like, there couldn't be a movie I'd be less interested in seeing than that. Yeah, And I like a good sports movie, but, like, no It's not a sports movie, but it's going to be a movie about women's friendship and, you know, still living your dreams and being active. And apparently Tom Brady isn't canceled, even though, like, He's out of the playoffs, so it looks he's like he's never going to be canceled. He's he made the worst mistake of his life, like relationship, and not even making it to the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I tried that to was talk my to dream my about it about being like. So we all hate Tom Brady. He's like, it's literally has not impacted his like what people think of his career at all. I'm like, no, I know, but he didn't. I'm like, make are it you to sure? Playoffs. So <laughs> I'm like, I think it's is winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if you've already won it that many times, whatever. Uh, whatever. You guys suck. Uh, <laughs> I hate football so. I hate the NFL so much. I mean, especially after what happened a couple of weeks ago to the Bills player, like that just continues to confirm why it, I'm too scared to watch that sport. Like I'm always just worried someone's gonna like die. I don't know. Or no, it's, it, yeah. I mean, no, me, it's more like the background stuff that happens, everything that happened with BLM with them, just oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, ownership yeah. of everything. And yeah, it, also yeah. all the CTE. Yeah. All the female abuse. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah. um, what dark times? Did you, have, dark times. <laughs> did you have something else? Um, yeah, there's um, a couple interesting story came up with the uh, the Boy Meets World ca- cast. This oh week. my god! So this was gonna be my last story to bring <laughs> yes! up. Here, so okay, okay cool. cool. Um, well, one is Ben Savage is running for Congress. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. What um is it California? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that checks. But out. I don't even know like which party he's going for. Dennis was like, no one's gonna vote, and I was like, yeah, well, this is the introduction. Did any no? He said walk. he lost in WeHo in West Hollywood. Or no, I, the election hasn't happened yet. He was like, he can't or even like get maybe, elected in West Hollywood. Oh, okay. I was like, maybe he tried to become like representative of that area. No, uh, that wouldn't make sense demographically. Okay. And it wouldn't be like by that. That's just a neighborhood. That's being like, oh, he's running for Congress of the Upper East Side. And, like you well, don't have they a voting don't have, district. Like, but they have other like. Anyway, whatever they do have stuff like that. House of Representatives. Yeah, but it's not by neighborhood. It has to be by, like, a distinct congression. It's usually a district of, of like, a neighborhood or two. Yeah, but a district is different than a, a socialized neighborhood. Yeah, okay. The Upper East Side isn't a district. We, WeHo isn't a district. It's but just, it should be. It's just anyway. the, the neighborhood. Um, so that's interesting, just hearing from Ben Savage there. Also, he got a nose job that's, like... Did he? Yeah, years and years ago, while he was in college. But he, like, didn't... It's such a weird idea to get it. Oh. Well, I was job. always a Ben Savage over Fred Savage person, and now I'm glad, because isn't Fred Savage, like, kind of canceled now? There's been multiple... Oh, I do see the nose. Oh, yeah, but it's not... not like he got a good nose replaced. No, it doesn't look good. He almost no. like built... He looks like Bill Maher now in that photo. Yeah. And then this, at. I mean, to transition with noses, I don't know if you've ever looked at William Daniels' nose, but it's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at Mr. Feeney's nose. Like, I don't think oh, I noticed yeah. it with the glasses, but I was like, holy shit, that's a weird nose. It's like falcony. Yeah, I mean, 
Those are good, some good nostrils. <laughs> I, I mean, from he, what we he know, did, he did not do cocaine. I was going to say, if he did do cocaine, he'd probably be a master at it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what we're that's not what we're revealing today. Actually, we're no. Revealing... This has been interesting. So William Daniels, uh, R.I.P. We love you, Mister Feeney. No, His... he's not dead. Oh. Okay. Do not do okay. that to my man. Um. Okay, yeah, I guess he's still 95. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's I his mean, wife's on, memoir. Katie. Yeah, she's writing out. a memoir about their relationship, but he ain't dead. Yeah, like, that's we need every grandfather, grandmother, like, childhood vibe still alive. After well, Betty I mean, White, like, I can't take another Michelle, one right the, now. the rest of our lives is people that we No, I know. Dying. I just need, like, <laughs> a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Like, I don't know if everybody else views the world like this, but the rest <laughs> of our lives is watching everyone we love die. <sighs> well, we're not doing that today, so no, let's get to the yeah, juicy part. Correct. Okay, so yeah, he's still alive. He's very much alive. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> So his wife's writing a memoir. His wife is Bonnie Bartlett. She's also an actress. Um, uh, she's a primetime Emmy Award winning actress. Um, oh, she went to Northwestern. That's where um, they met. And they got married at like last. 22 and 24. And then they moved to New York. And so her memoir is talking about how their quote unquote open marriage was like very difficult to navigate and it was like, whoa. <laughs> no. Like Mr. Feeney had an open relation. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she's talking It was the about, 70s, man. Free It love. wasn't even the 70s. It's the 50s. So she starts. So she, oh, I read. the 50s? Oh. It started in the 50s and throughout their marriage. So that, so he had some, he had some indiscretions like earlier on. And, um, and then he had another relationship in the 70s that she was like, okay, finally, and then it was the one in the 70s for her that, like, changed their marriage. They're still married. Yeah. I, and they're not in an open relationship anymore. At one point, she was like, we can't do this anymore. That was the one in the 70s when he got with a producer in New York. And then she was like, oh, this is I'm no longer available. Like, we, we're not doing well, this. Well, yeah, so, I guess. I'm, I mean, again, not that I would ever want to that's also, like, 25 years into their relationship. <laughs> But it's one thing to like sleep with other people. It's another thing to have a relationship with another person when you're in an open marriage. Like you have, you know, people set up those rules to, in theory, to make sure stuff like that doesn't happen. But I mean, most of the time when people have an open relationship, they get divorced anyway. So <laughs> yeah, and, and, the odds and, are not in your favor. So interesting. So a quote unquote from her, I guess it was a little bit of an open marriage at first, but that was very painful. So it like kicked off going that way which is so interesting so they're like 22 24 just got married in 1951 they're in new york they're in theater and she goes okay so that quote unquote that didn't work well and it was a time when people were doing that it was a time in new york when there was a lot of sex and a lot of people doing all kinds of things you know very free but i don't know if there was a lack of commitment a little bit and that's not good there's a lot of pain connected with any transgression and any extramarital thing. Um, and so then she never felt guilty, quote unquote, because I never felt tied to fidelity and neither did Bill. Um, and then, and so, and then she had an affair with another actor in like the late fifties. And then his affair with a New York based producer in the early seventies is what like she oh, yeah. then, change it and she could no longer tolerate that kind of an open marriage but then they credited their ability to stay together to grow up together well, and embrace say, their evolving marriage props that they still stay together after not having an open relationship and being together from 1970 on just the two of them especially I mean, if that's not fast. what they went into thinking like whoa yeah and they've been married for 70 years two, yeah i think it's 72 years which is not yeah I mean, and that's so incredible. Just, Mr. Feeney. And she famously is in the last episode of Boy Meets World, and she plays the dean that falls in love with him. And Yeah, she's definitely recognizable. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've yeah. seen her in a bunch of other stuff. But just, like, I'm never going to know somebody that well. I mean, you could if you're with them for 70 years, but you're going to get with them soon to be able to make it for 70 and then, years. And then last 100 and something. Yeah, but then can you imagine? I don't know. Yeah, Do you want to be with someone for 70 years? I don't even know if I want to be on this planet for 70 years. <laughs> yeah. 
very true. But I would. I can barely handle 35 or 36. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like fascinated by the, like they just, yeah, just the idea that like we're in this, but we're both going to have, we're not having our separate lives, but we're both allowed to have lives. Right. Which is already in itself. Forward thinking for someone who got married in the 50s. Yeah, and just in general, it's very, I'm always interested in the theory of how people approach marriages and like what make it work for them and things. But then you have what society tells you what a marriage should right. be. You get well, all caught up in that. If you get too caught up in that, it can mess up your, your relationship for sure. Yeah, so it's just so interesting. I'm just, I wish we could have more conversations with very like lasting relationships to understand the science. But I guess those are what, you know, medical people are doing too. I guess that's what sociologists do. If I had just stayed in school. Yeah. Or you could like literally, I mean, all those matchmaking, like that Indian matchmaking show I watched on Netflix, like before every episode started, it would start, like it would interview a couple that have been together for at least 20 years and they would ask them like, what's the secret to a long marriage? Obviously everyone had a different one because based off of their own relationship. Yeah, and then it's almost easier if there are, like, defined social norms, too. Right, which some of yeah. them did. It was, yeah, it was an interesting show. Yeah. Um, speaking of, should we move on to what we're watching, or do you have any other stories to bring up this week? Yeah, no, I think that was pretty much it. I'm just checking my tabs. Check oh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend had their daughter, SD Maxine. I thought that was a cute name. Yeah, last week we announced that they gave birth, but this week we found out the name. She leaned into that Jewish paternal grandmother that she has sd maxine sounds like a girl i went to schecter with i mean i think it's super cute yeah (laughs) i'm into the throwback names yeah i mean i do like i mean miles is so freaking cute miles theodore i'm obsessed with that name (laughs) i mean i'm not yeah exactly and he looks like a teddy bear um he really does he's such a cutie yeah uh yeah so you we have a lot to talk about in that we both watched because you finally watched Banshee of Ashirin. yeah or however you pronounce that last word it's a in, fictional in name yeah it's a fictional place so you don't really need to know what it how you pronounce it okay so, I so yeah some notes okay okay so in general I like the movie of if you, you needed to ask me more questions about what the fuck happened in that movie, I would not be able to give you a deeper understanding of what happened in the movie. I would need to go and do some reading. But I thought it was um, it was shocking. It was yeah. absurd. Yeah. It was bizarrely funny when I don't know if I was supposed to think it was this amusing I thought the entire idea in general of what was happening was insanely amusing, but then the actions that were occurring were devastating. Exactly. Like, I get the... So the plot of the movie, I think we described last time, is basically... People must know if, they're you, on if you're awake Fictional in, in the Irish island. Well, it's not fictional. Like, the, the yeah, name of the island is fictional, but yeah. the place isn't. Yeah, but like... It's not a, a place that, like, you can look up the history of, is what I mean. The yeah, actual and Yeah, but, like, that island that they're filming on clearly it's, has a yeah, massive yeah, yeah, history. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, of course. Okay. But it's not a fictional place. Anyway. I mean, it's no, not it's, a it's, real place. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, what, fi- that's what fictional yeah. means. It's <laughs> yeah, not but like, real. But I'm like, they didn't make up where they are. Like, it's not. It's, it wasn't filmed on a green screen. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um... And it's towards the tail end of the Irish Civil War and they're on this small island where there's like 50 people and these two so-called best friends, one of them basically says to the other, I no longer want to hang out with you or talk to you. Yeah. So that concept I find hilarious. Yes. The rest of the movie I don't really find hilarious. I think is really dumb. I think is pretty uh triggering and just like yeah i mean i'd love to hear i mean this is gonna be spoiler alert if anyone listening to this is actually planning on watching it pause or fast forward a little bit but the whole idea of what's his face chopping off his fingers 
even though he wants to spend his whole life playing music. And then, like, that to me made no sense. It made all the sense in the world. It made all the sense. I read about it. It makes sense in the sense that, like, he clearly, that's how much he didn't want to hang out with Colin Farrell anymore. Yeah. And there's a level of stubbornness occurring that is so fucking Irish that I was laughing the whole time. And maybe that's why I don't like it. That's what I was saying when I was like, it's too Irish. Because at any moment, I'm just like, <laughs> why is he doing this? He's destroying the I was the like, Colin, leave him alone. Like, Colin, you're doing No, see, I would have been Colin. I would have been Colin in this situation. I'm the sister. But I'm like, the I'm thing getting of, the fuck out of here. But the thing about Colin, I, I don't understand why after he had his so-called revenge, he didn't then leave the island. Like, there was nothing there for him. And the, and the girlfriend... And sister is like i can help you like live your new life and like well that is also the level of irishness of he's like now i'm gonna spend the rest of my life ruining your life and i'm never gonna forgive you for doing this and it was just the absurdity of all of it that i was like this is insane (laughs) and only martin mcdonough would be doing this and it's all like the mad genius of martin mcdonough was just splayed out on film, but also, but it was really everybody's performance that kept me watching. Yeah, Everyone the actors are good. good, and not yeah. even good. It's great across the board for everyone, and that's really what I'm. That yeah, that left me. Colin's character, I think, like he does the best job, and why I like agreed with him getting the Golden Globe for that. Or I just... Barry Cogan, Barry Cogan's character. The best friend who's like a little slow. Oh, Dominic or whatever. Yeah, his Dominic. Name is. Yeah, his character. I know, and then he has so the dad insane. who's literally like whacking off naked every night. Yeah. Well, and then see that like again, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what am I watching? Is what I felt half the time of the movie. You're watching 1920s. Like, you know, small yeah, town and I have culture. no interest in going Yeah, there. so that takes a moment, too, because you're like, <laughs> it, you, you're like, this is kind of a weird setup. Like, when the brother and sister are, like, sleeping in the same room, and then you're like, oh. And everyone's okay. asking and they if they ever, like, hook and stuff. And you're like, well, that is a huge part of, you know, that, uh, like, culture during that time frame of anyone like i was like like most of the people they knew died or you know they lost and these are the people that are left and there's not much to choose from and that's why the sister's like i gotta get out of here oh yeah she just wants more in her life which i don't blame her i mean i'd be the first one out of there too yeah but then it's also funny that she goes to a war-torn I, you know, she gets to the to, mainland. To get the hell out of there, she's got to yeah. go there. Yeah. And no, the only thing I mean, that's keeping her is the fact that th- her that's brother. her only family. And, yeah. And what is yeah. he going to do without her? So then there's, like, this whole level of codependency Well, especially after he's losing his best friend. Now, on top of that, he's yeah. losing his sister. And is he going to go, like, kill himself? Because And then is it her responsibility to be responsible for him? No. No, but she feels obligated, but not enough and then the dominic scenario committing suicide uh, or was he drunk and he you know what i read was like it's hinting on like he just wanted to end it because the one girl on the island that he's into like is not interested in him because yeah he's slow af and he's got a horrible home life with his dad being like abusive and also like whacking it off in the nude in the middle of yeah you almost like miss that he has a penis yeah, yeah, agreed. I was like, like, wait, what is even happening here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I got what you're saying, but I'm gl- at least you're touching on some things that I knew you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's shocking when the physical things yeah. start to happen and you're like, yeah, oh, okay. he's fucking serious. But then I was just, I was just g- like gagging. I was just like, you've got to be out of your mind. This is hilariously awfully dark and yeah it's definitely not gonna win the oscar globe well it did win the golden globe so there you go no that's what i mean like i don't think fablemans didn't come out like this would be a stronger contender but fablemans is the history of the most important director that we've ever of american yeah 
cinema. One of the most so important. if yeah. it doesn't happen, this man, they were like Steven Spielberg winning like six Golden Globe nominated for 20. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> very few of his movies have been bad. Uh, just the fact that the title of the film is Fablemans and he's creating fables as a man and he's Spielberg and it's a spin on the Judaism. That alone wins him the Oscar. I'm like, give it to him. <laughs> this is a, yeah, what a great title to just a little. Randy likes the movie. She said Steven it was Spielberg. slow, but it was good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go see it in theaters because it's slow. No, I think it's yeah. going to be available soon. Cool. Yeah, and I love Paul Dano. Michelle Williams is never not amazing. So Seth like, Rogen, or as my dad yeah. calls him, Seth Rogaine. <laughs> God, it would only work if he was losing his hair, Joel, and he's not. I know. Ugh, yeah, but um, we'll talk about Joel's dad for like another <laughs> podcast. And yeah, so yeah, but I, I if it, it, yeah, if you took that one off the table, like this one would be a higher. I don't listing. think it. W- and uh, comedies very rarely win an Oscar. Oh, I don't think this is considered a comedy. It is. That's what. Oh, it, okay. That's how it won in gold. In oh, Golden but Globe. that's the Golden Globes. They just pivot that bullshit to so that they can it's get also more people like, to show up at these things. But it is. A, yeah, there's the dark. I mean, I was saying they it call like, it like a tragedy. Not a tragedy. I googled it. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and there's like a name for it where it's a combination bet- between tragedy, comedy, and something else. Oh, now we're just having like a yeah look it up Soho. yeah it was something where i was like oh this is a new genre of, of movies that i didn't even know had a name but and then um, are we thinking it is um and then it like changes genres during the film type thing which is like kind of a new trend that's happened in the past few years of like you think you're starting to watch this kind of oh yeah you're right it's this dark trite Tragic yeah right comedy. a tragic comedy a tragic comedy a dark tragic comedy which it, yeah that's which what it, it is, is but i was like oh i haven't i've never seen this one before yeah and carrie condon is the sister who i think of anybody who would be walking away no i mean she's not gonna get an oscar compared to everybody else but like she i think was the real breakout for me but probably because we just hadn't seen her as much as like the other guys you know where yeah. I was like, this chick is good. Um, should we move on to another thing we've both been watching this week? Yeah, and I got to, I think... What episode are you on? I think I'm halfway through seven, and I like was like stopping myself because I, um, I was like, let me save some nibbles for later. So, um, yeah. Well, first of all, Banshee, for those that don't know, is on HBO Max. The oh, yeah, show yeah, good call. Traders, which what we're about to get into, is on Peacock. Yep, streaming on Peacock. Traders, I learned about because there was a British version that came out of, uh, like two a month ago or so, and it started to become kind of part of British conversation culture, and it was coming up on some talk shows and stuff that I watch of people getting into Traders, and the host for that one is Claudia Winkleman, who hosts some other shows over there, and she's a very, very funny uh, character. So I was hoping we could see that one too, but we're getting Traders. It's I mean, Alan, Alan Cumming is I was about to say, so we're getting Alan Cumming, which is fan-fucking-tastic, and I wonder how much money they threw at him, and I think they said, you have to be in this castle for, what, two weeks, you think they're filming? Because there's ten episodes, and it's all, each episode is a day. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's about two weeks, which isn't a bad amount of time to do a reality show, especially how intense this one is. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely need a load of Klonopin after that. (laughs) Yeah, so this one's super interesting. So we have, what, 16 people? It starts with 20 people. Okay. And we have, what, a four of them are civilians, and then, like, 16... No, more than four are civilians. Yeah, I would would say a little bit more than half were celebrities, or, like... Quote-unquote, yeah. Quote-unquote celebrities, like, reality star celebrities, like Ryan Lochte. (laughs) although i guess he's now considered realities because he was on big brother and now this but yeah and like he's not like bravo or um survivor or big brother for the most part yeah so you've had you have some familiar faces so if you watch any of those shows you might recognize these people like our boy cody from big brother is on it he's so handsome yeah he is and he's got a great little jersey accent and then um and 
yeah and so what happens is they oh and kyle okay good all right um everything just happened last i night. actually like, liked kyle in this show i thought it redeemed him a little bit from his experience on summer house but yeah and i am i'm obviously coming like with half education to summer house yeah he is the villain he's been painted as the villain for a few years on that show yeah but i can understand why he slips into that role because you're like you are so type a and such toxic bro energy oh the whole like, like come on guys we gotta do this like that's him on in the summer house and everyone's like you're not our dad like yeah we're gonna like, do whatever he's we only comfortable do. in a board meeting yeah exactly yeah but yeah so basically before we go into too much uh there's the 20 people Three of those 20 people get selected to be quote unquote traitors. The rest of them are considered faithfuls. And every, in addition to doing a team competition, the group of people have to go into a room and banish. Well, no, first they have to, they have to banish who they think of the group is a traitor and that's um, everyone. So the traders are at the table with the faithfuls, and they don't know who the traders are. So they're all and they're going off of people. They'll go off of oh, these people are you know not good at the team challenge and losing us money. They're purposely a trader, or they're you know starting fights with people. Whatever it is. And then once they vote, the majority rules on who's getting voted out, that person reveals whether they're a faithful or a traitor. Now, the goal of the show is to be one of the last people standing. And at the very end, only faithfuls are there because then they get to share the amount of money that they've you know, gotten throughout the season while they're doing these daily challenges. If so they're even, seeking out the traders to get them voted off. If even one trader is in the finals, then that trader gets all of the money. So, and also in addition to every day they're banishing someone, every night the traders get together and they quote unquote kill someone. So when they wake up in the morning and they're having breakfast and get ready for their next challenge, there's one less person at the dinner, at the breakfast table. And that's a really great, fantastic, dramatic reveal. Right. Because then you're watching how people are reacting because the traders know who's been murdered and who's not coming down. But they but have to pretend like they don't. Yeah, and then everybody else is waiting to see who was a faithful who got murdered. Right. It's so... It's a... I it's would a say fuck. it's Big Brother meets the challenge in that there's this manipulation you have to kind of get along with everyone not be a target but then there's this voting and physical yeah like piece of it there's alliances needed and it's just interesting that like people will go so hard that so-and-so is a traitor and then seeing their face when they find out that they're not a traitor and then everyone goes after them and they're like well you must have been a traitor because you made us vote for a faithful and now you know we got a faithful out instead of a traitor it is stay under the radar.com yeah. it is so anytime anybody speaks up they're like oh you're a traitor that's and what i, I would be like i mean whether i could actually do this is a different story because you know i like to i would talk. get a spotlight put on me in 30 seconds you would be like, like reza what? you'd be yeah. reza in the first episode being like okay traitors like do not kill me tonight <laughs> they'd be like we're obviously going for her but fuck yeah um but yeah i mean i just finished it and i think that the whole i mean it's a reality show some people might say that it's produced in certain ways but i think the way it went as a roller coaster and how it ended was like a greek tragedy almost like it was perfect in how it all ironed out yeah, because well, because there is such a short filming stint, and because the stakes get so high, and they're cannibalizing themselves, you can't say that there's like bad. Like they're only filming what is happening, and everybody's losing their minds so quickly that it makes for great television. Yeah, I'll be curious because you just watched Kyle go home. Shell, don't spoil it. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, and then the something and then plot ma- twists are happening. Something like major. New... Oh, I'm sure. Is because happen. they just did another plot twist on eliminating somebody 
before that elimination and stuff. So it's like, oh shit. So and that was very funny. Because... And that reminds me of Big Brother when all of a sudden it's like expect the unexpected, exactly. something else like a twist is gonna be in- introduced. That happens a few I would not be surprised if we Googled it and like the producers are from Big Brother. Correct. Yeah. It's great. It's solid TV. It's 10 episodes. You know, little nom nom nom. So addicting. Like I watched all ten episodes within like four days because I just like needed to know who was dying next, who was being banished next, and then ultimately like who wins, how many people win. And they do a great job of the cliffhangers. So you do want to. I'm like, shit, I don't I only wanted to watch one episode and then I was three episodes later and I was like, Hold on, stop. Well, Adam kept being like, Yeah, we're two and a half in because we would start the third just to see like who went home. (laughs) Yeah, I did I did that too. Yeah. So um yeah, highly recommend and I'm very curious when you I'll obviously be keeping me posted when you're texting while you're watching it, but I'm very curious to see like where what your thoughts are at the end. Nice. as well cool. i feel like you'll agree with me but um do you have any fav- favorites um um not kate, in particular kate ended I up i went from hating loving her really which is pretty hilarious because now also like what you just like what's happening kate from below deck watch on bravo kate but like, yeah the infamous yeah. kate chastain like she's infamous yeah. on bravo um and she was you know she's a huge draw for people people like either love she's very polarizing most people like yeah like love a bethany her for being, yeah i was like a reality star um and and yes i was thinking it was like the other stew who's australian or british or something that's pregnant yeah, who just, that i was like okay. i think just had the kid yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was confusing with her um i think is it sari just like the way that she spells her name i yeah. don't pronounce it that way that's the it's other just... greatest thing it's like everyone when they're voting for someone else clearly doesn't know how to spell their name because the w- the ways in which geraldine was spelled <laughs> but it happens even towards the end too like they're spelling everyone's name wrong even names that are easy to spell <laughs> it's really funny um but yeah yeah it's all it's really it's it's such a good little um but yeah, so you like, like I pop like your Sarai popcorn too. and yeah, 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 and just watch it go back. And like Cody says too, like that if you want to watch somebody absolutely for people who are going to play this again if they do another season, Suri is the blueprint for how the fuck to play. And guess what Suri's doing? Keeping her goddamn mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. No, we could all we could all wish we were playing it as good as her. Yeah, I know. I would lose my mind on because that's the other thing. You grow grow relationships with these people, so it's like, how long can you last lying to them that you are in fact doing something that they don't think you're doing? So yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we're only got a couple minutes left. Anything else you want to mention? Um, I was watching. I started The Last of Us. Oh right, on on HBO, HBO, like everybody else did with the premiere episode last week. Yeah, obviously it's not gonna be on your radar, um, but I really appreciate the um, the uh, scientific approach to it and this virus because it's a fungal virus, which has mm. like not been something we've really, like really introduced to the public yet, but it's like super interesting. Um, yeah, fungi is very fat because it's spores and pores. Oh, and stuff. I'm so familiar it- with fungal. Yeah, so it's um, yeah, it's such an interesting scientific approach, and the premiere is this the um, the daughter Pedro Pascal has a daughter in the first episode who is um, in not, not Charlize Theron's daughter. Who is her? It's you're gonna be like, how did you think of Charlize Theron? That has nothing to do with this woman at all whatsoever. Um, the daughter is. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, Nico Porter. Nico Porter. She's super adorable, gorgeous. She is the um, the child of um, Nico Porter. You're going to be like, whoa. Um, Parker. Uh, Nico Parker is Tandy Newton. I don't know why I couldn't oh. think of her name. She looks exactly like her mom. Her, uh, Tandy Newton and uh, O.I. Parker who like this year broke up because Tandy Newton like left the I family to say, have an affair. How is Tandy Newton doing these days? Speaking she, of, because the last well, time we talked about her, she was not well. Yeah, and it seems like she has at least like stayed under the radar, but like has not really like addressed 
the fact that there was a possible like mental public breakdown that we witnessed this summer. But yeah, so she plays, she's in the um, uh, pilot. Uh, But then we get, I mean, Pedro Pascal is just sex. Like that. Yeah, he's like the internet's boyfriend these days. Yeah. And the best part is like, he knows he is and he leans into it. And it's very, very funny. And he's, uh, he, he refers to himself as daddy. And mm-hmm. he knows that he's like, yeah, I'm here. And yeah, it's really, um, I mean, it, it was going to be on your radar anyway. And you probably watched it if you're interested in it. But solid pilot and setup for everything. And very funny because it starts in Austin where their family is. And then it'll flash forward 20 years and we're in Boston. And I was like, this is very ironic or just coincidental. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's pretty much all. Um, yeah, that's all that I watch. That's the only new stuff that I watch. You know, I'm trying to think of anything else was out, but yeah. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, guys. Bum, 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 bum.